Welcome to Versatile Strategy, a Marvel Christ Protocol podcast. I'm Nick, a.k.a. Waffle. And I'm John. On this podcast, we hope to offer a unique perspective on roster creation, tournament and league reviews for our local meta, and character reviews for upcoming boxes. On today's episode, meet the host. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, John, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is John. I have been in the miniature hobby for about 20 years started out as about 10 or 12 my mom took me into a local comic shop but they also did magic and Yu-Gi-Oh, and had a wall of warhammer fantasy and i absolutely was addicted um, dark elves were what i started pretty heavy into them they used to have those old fat lizards before they came out with the cool raptors um, i just thought they were the coolest thing as a kid and then I played with my friends, just kind of making our own rules, building, painting horribly until I was probably about 15. Games Workshop opened a store in the town I live in, and it really exploded for me from there into 40K, Lord of the Rings, basically anything miniatures I was all in on. Transitioned to War Machine for a little bit, X-Wing for a little bit, Legion, and then they came out with Marvel Crisis Protocol. Being a kid from the 90s, um, that cartoon of the X-Men is like a core memory for me. So it was like so cool to have a miniatures game. And we were all in from the start. It was uh, before COVID started, we were playing the core box, getting the models assembled, getting them painted. During lockdown, we were building and painting, but learning the rules. And then when it was lifted, we've been full steam ahead at our local shop since. How about you, Nick? Yeah, so I got into sort of the uh, nerd hobbies, if you will. Uh, I was probably about 10 or 12, same as you. Um, I remember going to one of the local shops here and playing in the the Pokemon League um, because that was something I was really big into when I was a kid. And uh, I remember there was there was one day I was at that shop and I was just kind of running around, you know, being 10 or 12 years old, however I was, and. Uh, there was a demo table set up in the store and there was this guy running a demo of, I believe it was mage Knight, Um, and I had never seen anything like that before. It's like, Oh, it's got all these cool models and there's like trees and rocks and stuff on the table. And like, you're rolling dice. And it's like, this is awesome. I had to get into it. Um, I don't know if mage Knight is really still around as a miniatures game anymore. I know there's a board game that's called mage Knight, but it's been through a few iterations as far as I'm aware. I think that's kind of where hero clicks and, and some of the, uh, earlier, uh, sort of skirmish games that I know of at least got started. I remember hero clicks was one that I tried and I wasn't too keen on. Um, but also, you know, growing up in the nineties, like you said, the X-Men cartoon. And for me, it was the X-Men cartoon, but there was also a Spider-Man cartoon that I really watched quite a bit. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of dabbled in the Mage Knight thing for a bit, and uh, eventually I got into Magic, which I think most people in this sort of overarching community have had some experience with at some point or another. Um, got in and out of Magic a couple different times. Uh, I've always been kind of into the board game side of things, too, especially if a board game has miniatures. Um, that's kind of been my sort of mainstay with the hobby is the painting aspect. That's something I've always really enjoyed. Um, and so board games with miniatures, like Kickstarter is, is bad for me. Um, but when I see things with miniatures like that <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, uh, a couple years ago, obviously COVID 
kind of shut everything down and I didn't get into Marvel right away. Um, I was still into 40 K at the time um, and age of Sigmar uh, a little bit as well. Um, and being on lockdown for so long, I got kind of kind of tired of trying to keep up with that. And I took a look at this Marvel game and I know that you and a couple of the other guys in the, in the local area were, were into it a little bit and decided to check that out. And I started listening to uh, a few of the different podcasts that are already out there, you know, and watching battle reports and checking it out like that. And this game is awesome, you know? Uh, so I kind of took the, the deep dive and I, I eventually went out and I bought everything. <laughs> uh and that's kind of where i'm at right now um this is this is the miniatures game of choice for me um and i i think that will probably remain the case for as long as this game is uh alive which fingers crossed is for quite some time so yeah absolutely i think i picked it up as a palette cleanser you know kind of fresher the current state of other games thinking yep. i love superheroes i'm nerdy mcu who doesn't exactly. like who doesn't like Marvel, right? I don't if I play this as a palate cleanser, I'm gonna get my money out of it. Definitely. And we have absolutely fallen into the deep end. Like you, I have everything. I am all in on this. I haven't even picked up another game for probably about a year. Yep. Yep. Um so that's that's pretty much for uh, a background on who we are. Um do you wanna go ahead and talk about kind of what uh led us to do this podcast, John? Yeah, absolutely. So we were discussing, we have been playing for a couple months, and I had only been playing the Web Warriors. I love the control aspect, I love the characters. Who doesn't love Spider-Man? You get to use them all, Miles Morales, Venom, so many cool characters, right? But it was getting to a point where I'd move up, Gwen would pull, I'd move to the point, Peter would move up, pull, move someone else to the point. And I think our chief concern was creating a community and grow the community. So we decided to create a Facebook poll where after each league or tournament, we would allow the local community to vote on what faction I would play, what affiliation I would play. And it was just kind of like a fun idea, right? I wanted to play something different. I didn't want people to feel like in a, in a growing game, in a growing setting, I don't want people to be frustrated where, God, I got to play this guy again. And all he does is pull my models off. That's not conducive to growing the hobby. So I thought I'll let them vote. It's going to keep them interested. And the first time we did it, they picked X-Force. And what I realized when we're switching affiliations like that is I'm learning the game better. I'm yep. learning what these other affiliations do. Even if I only play them for a month, when I see them on the table, I know what to expect. I know their capabilities. And it really created this camaraderie among our community fun. Even halfway through a tournament day in a four or five round event, you know, it's round two or three, we're wrapping up those rounds. And people are like, oh, John, we're going to start the pull up. We want to know what you're going to play again. So we thought, let's call it versatile strategy. The card, tactics card, lets you change your affiliation leader and roll with it. Let's see what we can do with it. Um, so the idea is going to be that one of us will play whatever we want for an event, whether it's a league that starts or a tournament, and the other one will be open to voting. And we will come on this podcast. We will draft both the rosters that we're going to play. And the cool thing is, once those are drafted, we will then play those through. We'll come back on for the next episode or a couple episodes down the line, and we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about things that the characters did well, things that worked, things that maybe didn't work. And in hope is that we're all going to grow as players learning these things together. Yeah, definitely. And I think that uh, the polls have definitely helped, I think, our local meta. Because I know when we both first started and we kind of put the poll up, I think our local meta of active players was 
maybe eight players between you, me, and a handful of the other guys that we might have on at some point or another to kind of talk about what they've been playing. Um, but I think now, my, by last count, we're up to 26 in our Facebook sort of active Facebook chat that we've got going with our local community. Um, and I definitely think the sort of community selected uh, what is John playing uh, has definitely helped with that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think this game definitely has some legs. So hopefully uh, this will be something that we continue to do. I think we will see based on how many games we can get in, if we're going to do yeah. weekly or bi-weekly. Okay. Okay. Um, so next time, at least, uh, stay posted for for when that comes out. But next time, I think we're going to go over uh, how I did at Adepticon. Uh, spoiler alert: better than I expected. Uh, and maybe start talking about what we've been playing in the current leagues that we are in. Yeah, absolutely. We will come back. Nick did very well. Spoilers. So <laughs> we will talk about his list. We'll talk about his perspective of what he did well, things you could do better. That's always something we like to do at the end of our games is sit down and be like, what do you think you did well? What worked? What didn't work? What do you think I did well? What do you think I could have done better? It's a learning moment for you and your opponent, right? So those are things we like to talk about, learn from the game, make better decisions the next game. Um, after that, we will draft rosters. So stay tuned for that. And we will dis- it's, we're going into a league. So Nick and I will both be drafting rosters. We will tell you that I was the one that was chosen by the community, and it is Inhumans. So, those sound cool. You want to learn about Inhumans? Yeah, it's definitely a unique uh, list that you've been working on. And uh, I am running Spider Foes. It's kind of an old comfort for me, um, something I'm pretty familiar with, but with a couple uh, different twists this time around. So, yeah, I think we uh, want to make sure that everyone's on the same page, that we are straddling the line between competent and competitive. While we're sitting at an event, whether it's a tournament or a league, we're there to play, we're there to win, but we're there to have fun, right? So yeah, you're not going to see in the Inhuman list, is Black Cat amazing in Inhumans because you power her up and she runs and steals turn one? Absolutely. But that wasn't the intention, is to take the top 10 characters I could think of. It's create a fun list that I can go to a league and compete, right? And bonus points if it's unique. And yours is definitely unique. Awesome. Well, guys, that's it for today. Uh, Stay tuned for episode two. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.